I was having a conversation recently and I said something that was one of those times when sometimes you just say something but you're not necessarily thinking about what it is that you're saying. It's, uh, I think it comes from kind of an intuitive place. Uh, I was talking to someone about the situation that occurs when you kind of quote-unquote wake up and realize that your life is not quite what you thought it was. Uh, the other side of this, or the kind of an extension of this, is that I've talked to people before who have been, you know, in friendships or relationships of some sort, could even be, you know, a work uh, relationship, that, you know, the person that you wake up one day and realize that, you know, they are not who you thought they were. And I've done this many, many times. It's I tend to refer to this as what I call the delusional dance of relationships. Sometimes we just, you know, our hearts are in the right place. At least in my case, I feel that way for myself. But there's times where I just, I see what I want to see. And it's so easy to fall into the trap of doing this without realizing it. And that's really where mindfulness helps so much. The saying that I really shared with this person was that they were talking about how their life just had not gone the way that they had hoped that it would and that they had struggled and tried so hard to make their life be a certain way and that the more they tried to make it the way that they wanted it, uh, you know, the less that it ended up being the way that they wanted, in, you know, as far as the, the outcome. And so I, I looked at this person and very kindly said to them that this is a lesson that, you know, it took me a long time to learn that life is what it's not. And when I first said it, I thought about, you know, does this really make sense? It, it sounded a little bit almost nonsensical. And then I realized, no, it really does make sense that, you know, so much, the more I thought about it, that because we do have the innate ability to mindlessly, you know, hold certain beliefs about what our lives are really about or what's really going on, that it's almost as if we can build, I've, I've heard teachers refer to this before as, you know, building an infrastructure. It's possible to have this entire infrastructure of a projection in our minds of what we think our lives are about. Or we can also believe that whatever it is that we're doing is bringing about something that really may very well have nothing to do with what the reality on the ground really is in any given moment. And I know for me, I have spent years there. I have literally done what I've called, you know, dancing the delusional dance of life, the delusional dance of relationships, uh, being very heavily invested in relationships, in friendships, uh, in work situations, in personal life situations that were really based on something that I believed was happening, but what really wasn't what was happening. And it's taken me most of my life to understand this. I, you know, years ago I understood it intellectually, but I did not really fully grasp the reality of it. And what I have found is, and that what even, what amazes me even more is that you know, practicing mindfulness meditation, practicing you know various mindfulness-based practices, or even mindful coping, as I refer to it, is not a guarantee against you know, living day to day, holding these really, really weighty beliefs that our life is about something that it really isn't. 
And I think this is really something for me that's been a process. I think that, you know, with, you know, practicing mindfulness, there is a lot of time initially that's spent getting used to becoming aware automatically. And in, in, in the beginning, it's not very automatic. It, it eventually becomes more automatic. But what happens is that in the beginning, we sort of have to, I don't want to use the word uh, the words forcing it, but it's something that we do have to practice. Like anything else, we practice because of the fact that we are not able to automatically do something with the skill at the level that we need it to be. And I think that's usually the toughest time for most people. I know that I spent several years, you know, feeling a lot of frustration with trying to get into the habit of spending a period of time each day or every other day or whatever it was, you know, being still and being quiet and really being mindful of what was really going on in my life, in my mind, what was going on around me and my reactions to that. So today, this is kind of what I refer to as one of those big picture discussions. Uh, There's not any one particular situation that I will really speak to because I think this is more about really the big picture that it's kind of, for me, it's like kind of reviewing. I'm, I'm looking back, you know, at my, you know, previous times on that journey of life and realizing that I could not get here right away. It was, this has really been a process. And so that's why I really want to share this in this particular way that we can't just begin to practice mindfulness and be there. We can't, we can start to, uh, to make some headway. We can start to make some progress, but I, I'm finding for myself after practicing this for over 20 years, that it has been a long-term gradual process of change. And what has happened is, is that I have slowly over this period of time, I guess this would be a good response to the question, you know, if I, you know, someone would ask me if I choose to practice mindfulness, you know, when am I really going to start to see a difference in my life? When am I going to really benefit from this? When is this going to change my life? And my answer is really, it's going, it's going to do those things right now. And it's going to do those things even more so in the future. And I really believe that. I think that it is something that, you know, in the beginning, just to get to a place where when we begin to practice, where we can actually see that what we think is going on is not always what is going on. What someone is saying to us that we think they're saying something to us in a negative way may not necessarily be what they're saying to us. A situation that at first glance may look like it doesn't seem positive at all and that there's nothing positive in it. We take a second glance at it through actually being aware of how our minds are processing it and realizing that what we are thinking is happening is not really what's happening. And then over time, what happens is as the practice continues, as we continue the journey of practicing mindfulness, we begin to get to a place where we're more comfortable really seeing the reality of what we're dealing with in our own lives, looking, you know, looking more deeply at our, at our relationships, looking more deeply at our family situations, you know, looking more deeply at our work situations with anything that's important to us, but we can't do that all at once. I heard someone once say the saying, you can't boil the ocean. And I think that's very, very true. 
I think this is something that there's, you know, we have so many habits of mind around different things in our lives that we can't just necessarily start practicing in this way and expect that everything is just, you know, the, that the, the, you know, the, the clouds will part and suddenly we're going to see everything completely clearly. I also have learned the hard way that I was not ready if I was able to do that, if I could have had an instantaneous awakening and completely started to see everything, every aspect of my life for how it really was or how it really is all at once, it would have been terribly overwhelming. I don't, I don't really think that I could have really acted on the information in a constructive way. I don't think I would have been ready to handle the gravity and the weight of having to embrace reality in, around certain situations all at the same time. And so the beautiful part is this is a practice that really, ultimately, we don't have to know how it's, you know, we don't have to determine how it's going to unfold. We don't have to know how long it will be before we start to deal with this particular situation more clearly or that we see the reality of another situation more quickly. Uh, We don't know how quickly all this will unfold. And I think it really comes down to just really trusting in the process and seeing that, you know, this is all part of, I think, every bit of this, every one of these realizations that we have along the way, hopefully gives us the willingness and the strength, or I guess I would say the will, to continue to practice. As we start to peel back the onion slowly, we start actually unpacking things little by little. It's almost like I see it as kind of a, you know, I don't want to say it's a big gigantic warehouse full of boxes because I feel like that's too overwhelming. It might be but I don't think that's the best visual, at least for me. I know if I would have visualized it that way, I would have, I would have quit long ago before I ever really got started. And instead, I kind of like to look at it is that there's, you know, if there is a big warehouse full of boxes and all these boxes represent things in my life that I need to unpack and take a closer look at and start to question and really begin to see the reality and how my mindless habits of mind have contributed to me perpetuating these particular situations. It's that if I'm in the middle of that warehouse of boxes, I'm basically down in front of one box. I'm not looking at the entire warehouse. I'm not looking at the entire forest. I'm just down by one particular tree dealing with one thing at a time because that's all I really can do as a human being. And that is why I really like to say, I mean, I I find it to be very refreshing to remind myself multiple times a day that life is what it's not because of the fact that I think that I know what life is. And there again, what I think life is bears very little resemblance to what life really is. And the more that I am willing to own up to that and to be willing to just sit with what life actually is, then I'm able to let it speak for itself. I don't necessarily need to think that I understand it all. I don't need to think that I have, you know, quote-unquote, the tiger by the tail. I just know that in this particular moment, I am trying to be as aware as I possibly can about how I'm dealing with what I'm confronted with that's right in front of me right now. And I know that there was some sadness involved because I I, I realized 
I, well, I didn't realize at first, but after I started to unpack a lot of these things, I realized I had a lot of emotional investment in believing things were a certain way. I needed to believe that my life meant this or that I was on, on, you know, on track for doing this and having this happen at some particular point or thinking that I knew what I needed and needed to figure out a way to get more of whatever that was. When I was able to get to a point and, and realize that a lot of this mind chatter, a lot of this thought around trying to understand what my life really was, is just an exercise in futility. And that what's the, the wisdom of what really is, is what is, is there when we actually stop and slow down and just pay attention to what is actually going on. What's amazing what, to me is that I found out it's a lot more simple than I originally thought that it was. I, by, by thinking that I know what life is and how to get more of it. I've realized that it's really not as complicated as that. And I think I heard someone say recently that, you know, the human brain, the human mind loves complexity. It loves to solve things. It loves it loves to solve puzzles. It loves to solve riddles. And so it will just grind away trying to figure out the answer to things. And it can be done very mindlessly. We don't really have to be that invested Sometimes we can really be trying to figure things out and expending a lot of energy and time doing that. But unfortunately, we can sometimes find that we can spend days or weeks or months grinding away, trying to figure things out until we ultimately kind of crash into a wall. And those are those various situations in life where we finally sort of come up against ourselves and realize, okay, I, you know, this is, I'm not going to figure this out. And it's hard to let go. I definitely understand that. And I think there again, that's where for me, mindful pra- mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice has allowed me to first realize, you know, once I'm able to see what my mind is doing, I can then realize that a lot of what I've been thinking is going on is not going on. And then I can start to appreciate what really is going on. And then when I'm in the middle of life, when everything's happening seemingly all at once, when I have all these different responsibilities that I need to take care of, when I have things tugging at me, you know, from every possible direction, it's so much easier for me to attend to those things mindfully if I can, if I have already accepted the fact that there's no need for me to try to tell myself a story about what is happening. This, you know, the storm of life that I'm in the middle of in any particular moment is so much easier to navigate when I'm not busy, you know, really carrying on a narrative or investing in a narrative about what it is or what I think that it is. Because in most cases, for me, I know that it's not. And so this has really been something that has helped free me up. It doesn't mean it's easy. I know sometimes embracing, you know, the, you know what life is not can be very, very painful. And I have struggled with my share of that. I have had, I've had to mourn a lot of things that weren't in order to finally become at peace with what was. And I know that, you know, having a support like mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice allows us to realize that, you know, there are resources available for us in the present moment that we are capable of so much more than we sometimes give ourselves credit for And all we really have to do in order to know what it is that we need to do 
the wisdom is sometimes in the present moment. It's sometimes in the here and now where everything is really happening and that if we're somewhere else, we really cannot see those things clearly. And the beautiful part about this is, is that there's nothing to beat ourselves up about when we catch ourselves in the act of thinking life is a certain thing that it's not or that our life means something that it probably really doesn't. It doesn't mean that we're wrong. It doesn't mean that we're bad people. It doesn't mean that we have failed somehow. It just means that we've been again, once again, given an opportunity to embrace it for what it really is and to see what life is and not be so invested and so focused on what life is not. And the amazing thing is we we can very easily think that life is what it really isn't. And again, I think that it's a matter of, you know, slowly, gently peeling back the onion little by little. And what we find is the more progress we make, and it's, you know, this is not a race, it's not a competition, uh, you know, no one has to get there at a certain time because no matter how fast we try to do this, no matter how much we try to get to the finish line, we may very well find that there is no finish line or that the finish line keeps getting pushed out further in front of us because we're not done yet with whatever it is that we're supposed to learn, that what, with whatever it is that, you know, however we're supposed to grow, that we don't really necessarily need or have to know the end point. There may not be an end point. I don't know. I have no way of knowing. All I know is, is that I want to wake up each day and just be as mindful as I possibly can about everything that my mind is thinking about what I'm feeling about how I'm reacting to whatever is happening in my life. And that if I can remember that I have the capacity, and it's very easy to do, to just literally fall into the trap of making things so much worse for myself and causing myself so much needless suffering by getting so caught up in what I think life is and forgetting that it's very possible that what I think it is is what it isn't.